you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> On today's show, it's our anniversary. Yeah! We, uh, we, we've done three it's years already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and today we're going to do a quick Q&A. And we gathered up some questions from our audience. Yes. You know, some people... People uh, that have been listening over the last couple of weeks have been throwing us some questions. Yes. I love it. It's been throwing us some questions. And we're going to do some looking forward, do some reflections. And here to help us answer some uh, some questions and to celebrate is friend of the show, Jason Raymond. But first, the intro. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up? We are at Anthony's Clam House Bar House. house. All the above. <laughs> We've done a couple of shift drinks here, but uh, yes. you know. We decided to give you a little bit different than in the studio for for the for the third for the ending of the third and the beginning of the fourth. Correct. And welcome, Jason. Thank What's, you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me yeah. <laughs> at Anthony's Clam Shack House Bar and Grill. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me back. I mean, yeah. you, uh, I think uh, is it between you and Omar that have been uh, the most on the show. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, because Omar's been on both. He's been on shift and uh, and in the studio. Yeah. I think this is our third or fourth time having you. Yeah. Either way, it's not a competition, but uh, I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, so. It's not a competition, but I'm winning. Thank <laughs> you. Winning. I think that I'm winning for airtime. Oh, most definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> most definitely. We end up cutting Just, your show up into two all oh, the yeah. time. So we will not be doing that He today. has more shows. <laughs> yes, that's, that's Legit. right. Legit. That's okay. right. <laughs> now, tell me, man, how was, your, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was awesome. It's always great being down here with you guys and hanging out and uh, so this is my eighth, seventh day on vacation. So, nice. Oh, wow. So I'm pretty lost at this point. Drinking, sun, <laughs> all kind of blends together, and uh, somehow it's Sunday. Yeah, that, that's, that happens. Like, sounds like a great vacation. Oh, it it's does. Awesome. I love it. Tell me about your turkey day. Since it, it, we, can't, we can't be this close to uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about How'd your, your day, day go? Oh, it was great. What uh, was your plate like? Uh, full, and there were many of them. So, okay. so my plate, this is the only things I had on it, was a huge thing of stuffing, Okay. Uh, an enormous amount of turkey. Excellent. And then a lot of sweet mashed potatoes. Okay. So okay. you're a like sweet guy. potato mash? I am a side, yes. Sweet nice. potato mash. Yep. And uh, so do that once, twice, and then three plates of that. 
That's it. I'm good. You were sleeping. That's it. Did you? Did you well, see I that wanted. Turkey, I wanted so to sleep. Get, did you even see like the, the eight o'clock game? Uh, yeah, of course, man. It was the Bills. Okay. Oh, that's What's right. Wrong with you, man. Oh, that's you right. Go. Now, this may not apply because you, you didn't really mention turkey, but I I recently did a, a a question on my IG and it turned out to be split. So I want your opinion: fresh cranberry sauce or canned cranberry sauce? Canned. Can all the way, right? Yep. Can all the way. Are you a can? I don't eat neither one. So <laughs> you can have them both, but really? Yeah. It's yeah, all can't. good for me. It reminds me of cranberry. childhood, man. Yes, very I mean, nostalgic. I'm yes. Not, if I'm going to buy it, it's going to be canned. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you don't buy fresh. No, well, I'm not making it, obviously, if I don't yeah. eat it like that. No, my mom <laughs> made the fresh. Did she? I had to eat it. Oh. <laughs> He said it was such. <laughs> it was good, but Did she listened to the show. I we gonna, <laughs> my mother has never listened to the show. Okay, good. So it's okay. <laughs> watch her watch. Watch her listen for the first time. Is that right? Heard your show. Heard She's you. heard much worse. Oh no, you're fine. Okay, I'm not. I'm just like the shape of it, though. That's the only thing I don't like when you bring it out of the can and you actually. It, it's the same shape and ridges as the can. It looks like the can, but the ridges show you where to cut. <laughs> or it looks like you, jello. You just okay. figure out your own portion size. <laughs> you know, either one. That's perfect. I listen. It's, it it's, looks like canned jello. I, I'm, I love jello. Well, I mean, used to. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had When's jello. When's the last time you had jello? That's not in a shot. D- wow. Does the parrot really still? Do, do they? No, still, they don't do them anymore. They don't do the jello shots uh, anymore? They did man. it. Was it just for the Eagles games they used to do they it when they them. scored or something? Yes, they used, to, they used to keep them in stock all okay. season long. Okay. I mean, they didn't really have them in the summertime, but I mean, they didn't start prepping them till the summertime. So in the winter, there wouldn't be any. One of, one of our so what we're talking about is one of our, our local bars. They would uh, hand out Jello shots. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah. <laughs> and they were delicious. But they were always, always green. Game, and, but they would always be leftovers and stuff when we come through. And okay. Like, yeah. So. Hey, you got a random Jello shot. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had Jello in years. Years. Besides a Jello shot. I was probably thinking right about the time where Bill Cosby got. <laughs> That's probably when he should stop eating Jello. Okay. So. Yeah, but you got to separate the art from the artist. I mean, uh, he, he sold a lot of Jello, but you know, putting Jello all the way above. Yeah, J-E-L-L-O. and I still like Billie Jean, too. So, oh, I mean, how come? It's, why is it that some of the most demented people, like R. Kelly, uh, Michael Jackson, they they get the best music? Amazing, oh, God. amazing music. I went down to R. Kelly rabbit hole not too long ago. Yeah. I'm like, this man, uh, a musical genius, a musical genius. Obviously, he has to up the age a little bit. Yeah, though. he's got some issues. <laughs> a couple issues. A couple. couple. Yeah, a couple. That interview with Gail King was d- d- disgusting. Anyway, let's get into some questions yeah. <laughs> here. Let's, let's steer this back on, on the road, William. He said the it rabbit not me. hole. <laughs> now, some, uh, forgive me if uh, I don't say all the names that you know submitted uh, questions, but we're going to go through and. Uh, my first question is going to go for, for Danny. What's okay. the biggest lie you've told a guest and got caught? Wow. I should have probably... I like how he put me on the spot. Well, okay. No, no, I, I can't even remember. The, I mean, that one was from uh, Reed Cornell Stevens. And I remember telling a guest that we were closed. Like I was closing at the old job. And oh yeah, man. But, had, I get, but see, that's not really getting caught to me. Yeah. No, well, I got caught because they went. And I said, "Oh, it's only uh, we're only open at the bar." You know, I sent. I shuffled. I didn't tell them we were closed. Closed. That's I not wrong. To, oh, Kelly, Kelly, it was wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was wrong. Kelly, like, oh no, she sat him right back down. Yo, <laughs> that's the worst. I hate when they do I that. I got too. caught. I'm Wait, like no, sitting there no, waiting on him, and I just told him. Yeah, <laughs> that is that's pretty bad. Oh man, that's messed uh, up. No, it that's that's up. pretty solid. We had that is a good. table in a couple of hours. <laughs> Yo, you exactly. I, I admit it. I was wrong. I'm not trying to justify it. <laughs> Mine would be definitely along the same lines. I think I've gotten caught doing the same thing one time. And yeah. I sent somebody to the bar just like you. <laughs> sent them to the bar. And then they, I look back and they're in like 803. I'm like. I hated closing. Oh, man. I don't like. To, I, well, I don't have to really. I'm not a late place anymore. I don't mind but I don't closing, like closing. But uh, I actually, I do mind closing now. But I, I used to not mind closing at all. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, what's the rudest comment you ever gotten from a customer? Rudest? Yes. Yeah, people are rude all the time. So, <laughs> my worst to me still to this day is a guest was so rude and he started snapping at me like I was a dog. And I think we talked about this on another podcast and I looked him dead in the eye and I go, I am not a dog. You don't whistle or snap at me ever. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and to me, that was the most, but he, he was foreign. It was so rude. And I was just, I was so pushed. And they were rude be, to begin with. Like, but the action of what he did, like, it was like a whistle snap at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I went into automatic freak out mode. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I am a human being. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's called a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, well, I don't really get that much. I think... Looking back in my early years, mm-hmm. I've had some some guests that were rude to me, but now it wasn't that they were rude, they were just being themselves. True. You know, sometimes people are who they are. I, I can describe some, some moments where I don't like to be dismissed. If I'm mm-hmm. there, don't like, you know, kind of like, oh, by the way, and things like that. So I remember... It was my first restaurant job. It was it was Bennigan's. Bennigan's. So that goes back. I, I mean, I've known this man here to my left for many many years. So he knows that I worked at Bennigan's, and uh, I had a, just a tough time with this table. Yeah. And just just the, at the end of what she had to say to me, she goes, "Oh, and you could just bring me some coffee." And she just kind of like flipped her hand over her shoulder. And you know what it is? And I think. It's sometimes not what you say, it's how you say it. and Always. And, Tone matters. And then, like you said, something that, that just sets you off where they do something dismissive or something yes. rude. And it's those actions that make your, like, your, your blood boils. Now, what have you had to deal with either, like... Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm not finished. Oh. Well, yes. <laughs> I, I, ha- I, have, I had the retort. I said, oh. So, I brought the coffee pot over. I slammed the cup in front of her. I poured that coffee from like chin height and she's on the thing. So obviously it spilled. And at the time you, you, it was the creamers the, in, in the little pods. I tossed those creamers on the table from over my shoulder and walked away. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You had a, a, a question for me. I did. Um, so I'm um, being on both sides of the coin. Have What have you ever dealt with like from a server like that had to deal with a rude guest or... Had you ever fixed anything that was like a really crazy story? Like somebody would kind of tell it, you had to go fix it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have answers to all these things. First of all, uh, lies to the guests. The only time I really lie to a guest is if it's for their own good. And that's how I feel. Like that's what makes me feel better about it. Like protecting uh, you from yourself. Exactly. So, um, but one of, a quick example is if like the, you know, 
the heating or the air isn't working right, which actually this was recent over at Seed, and they're like, can you turn the heat on? And I go in the back and I come back out, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, just turned it on, but it does not work at all. Yeah. And there's, it's not gonna work for like a week. <laughs> so the, in the end, like you see them like taking their jackets off and it's Like just, they thought it was working, it was a mental mindset. Oh yeah, it's a mindset thing. So I'm like, I just did them a favor, you know? Yes, I warmed your heart. Yes. Uh, crazy story-wise, I mean, I had, uh, I, I don't know if I've told this story on here, but on opening night of Seed, there was a guest that walked in the, in the, to the bar, and this was night one, in like a very affluent neighborhood, and like, you know, obviously wasn't anticipating security issues. Yeah, absolutely. But we had a guest come sit at the bar, and uh, he looked like he was kind of maybe on something when he walked in. He sat right next to our liquor reps. Uh, in the corner of the bar and then I was looking at him and then he went to reach for one of the liquor reps glasses of wine and like rip it out of his hand so I went up to him at the bar and I was like hey man like you gotta leave you know this is our opening night and you're acting like a crazy fool and he's like well if you tell me that one more time I'm gonna elbow you in the effing face so I said well like I said and then as soon as I said that he lunges back and tries to elbow me in the face in which he left himself perfectly open (laughs) for a headlock nice. and I grabbed him around the head and I dragged him off of the bar stool onto the floor out the front door and see you later so oh, half man and I have a video proof of that which I will show you both after this show awesome. it's pretty interesting night, day one, one. Day <laughs> and I was like immediately after that night was over I was like we're gonna have to get cops outside this is bananas this town you know so oh my god since then have you had any nothing like that pretty sure right or was it just a one was it was it a freak accident yeah that was totally a one-off i mean i've thrown guests out before i mean that's part of the yeah i've also have i've seen marlon throw a guest out before i've had to do that several times (laughs) i mean i'm pretty tired from that though (laughs) i'm pretty sure if they had a a record of throwing the oldest guest out i probably would have it so this is a this was a very interesting situation so there was this one guy that comes in with his family and he was like 97 at the time so he was going out on the patio the server who was a girl opened the door for him because that's what we do for everybody when Mm -hmm. he was going on the patio he reached out and literally grabbed her boob like full on oh no yeah yeah so i had to go up to him first of all i had to he was obviously was not all there and very oh, yeah. coherent in general. He wasn't drinking or anything, but I had to go to his family and tell, tell his him. family first what oh. happened. And obviously they're all already on the defensive, but you can tell that this is not the first time that he has done this in a restaurant. So I had to, and then I had to tell them they had to leave and they were defensive. And I had to say, well, now everybody has to leave because you can't have this 97 year old guy wandering around groping women in the parking lot either. Yeah. Can you, so, can you wash your kid, please? Yeah. So either leave or we're calling the cops. So that was the last time he was ever in the restaurant. So, man, old man getting it in. Getting it in. That is awful. Yeah. Actually, it's phenomenal. No, it isn't. I mean, like, I, I, I'm not mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> especially, let, especially if he's 97. Yeah, he deserved it. No. He oh needed that God. in his life. If it was your Am I a part of this I show? I would probably lose my mind, but that's not the point. What <laughs> is knows happening? What he's doing. <laughs> Stealing batteries and grabbing. And you movies. are gonna have to. You're gonna have to edit most of the show. Up. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have ribbons left. Holy cow! So, I had a question it's for like you, which was what was the most crazy uh, guest experience? I cut that. Off. I already crossed that off because you already gave it to us. Now, on a job interview, what is the uh, what is the worst thing you've heard on a job interview? Oh, yeah, it's totally for you. Worst thing. <clears throat> 
That is a great question. Um, actually, this came, it, I would, I don't know. I don't know if you classify it as worse, but I actually hired this girl. Um, she was, uh, <laughs> I can't wait. She, you know, she's relatively young. She's probably listening to this too, but she's relatively young. I just loved how honest she was. You know, I asked her, like I asked questions about their past jobs and we mm -hmm. get, it's an hour long and she was actually interviewing to be like a bus girl, okay, but all okay. of our interviews are that long. So we were like really get into it. And I was like, so why did you leave your last job? You know, she's like, honestly, they were just all a bunch of dicks. You know, and like okay. being in an interview at a place like us, I was like, I was like, all right. And then she kept going and going. And About like, like how, how bad they were? Yeah. And she's like, F them. And this is what he <laughs> did. And like sexual harassment and all this stuff. And I was like, but, but you can tell it was just like a genuine honesty that came out of this girl's mouth. And I love that about her. And the good thing is you know where you stand with people like that. Right. You know, and you know that you're not going to get a BS answer when you ask them, hey, what happened to that? They're going to tell you instead of giving you the crap that people no, give you like, oh, well, I didn't see it. Oh, you, I saw you step over it. You saw it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing with me in interviews. It's, uh, it can be painful sometimes, but no matter what, no matter who walks in the door, I never judge a book by its cover ever. And I've learned that over and over again. But if I know you're not the right person for the job in the first five minutes, I will continue for the entire hour that goes just because I know you you can be a future guest. You can talk about our process to somebody like, hey, it's really hard to get in that place. Mm. I feel like that's an advantage for us. But I also, out of respect for that person, I want to give them all the respect because they, show, they yeah. showed up, that's you know. Cool. And yeah. right now, in the way things are going and hiring process, if you show up, it's a it's like a like a 10% chance that you're showing up to the interview now. Like, yeah. that's how our yeah. interview process has been going. That's so, interesting. So if you show up, I'm giving you the time. And yeah. That's it. So... We have another one. Uh, should you take the table's order in a certain direction, clockwise or counterclockwise? And if so, what, or random, or why does it matter? Uh, I, I, have a, I have an answer for both. It depends on the table for me. Yes, if it's a large party, I will always do it in sequence so I stay organized. Okay. If it's a smaller party, like a four top or even like a five or a six, I usually go to the ladies first. I'm okay. more, I do it sugar like wise. Like if there's three girls there. You know, especially if there's an, you know, especially in age, I'll speak like how it kind of go across the board that way. Okay. And then, and then from like oldest to youngest, and then kids, and then the men is usually my my spiel normally on okay. a smaller table. But as a large party, I try to keep it very organized. So I will start at the head position, exactly how it's going to go into the kitchen. This way, everything's organized. All right, very similar for me. This that question came in from Hanson, now or Hansel, sorry. For me, if it's a large party, it's hard for me to bounce around yes. from, from woman to woman um, or female to female. So what I may do is just skip the dudes. Mm -hmm. I always go in seat numbers, so I will write down one through sixteen if it's exactly. you know whatever, and then I will skip all the dudes and go around and then fill it in always because you know it doesn't matter. Yeah. For me which direction I go in because I'm writing down the seat numbers anyway. Absolutely. Now. For a smaller party, definitely I'm doing the, um, I, I always go ladies first, and if a guy jumps in, I stop him, yeah. and I say, I'm going to start here, and if she's not ready, then she gives up the honors, and that's, far, that's fine with me. I work at a place where I want the, you know, the pomp and circumstance to exist. I want them to feel mm -hmm. special and, 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 they and should. all that stuff. And they should. So for me, it doesn't matter which direction, yeah. because... I'm I'm in charge of how it's. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be organized regardless. Of I'm how, gonna how be the organized, and it's, so it's not the direction. It's ladies first, and then. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, and that's very traditional fine dining style. So the way you guys describe it, like that's exactly how I learned in a very, you know, at a place like Le Scalier that used to be open and at the Breakers, or mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. they do it. But it's something that takes no effort. It doesn't cost anything. And like yeah. you said, they just appreciate it. Yeah. If you have a table that, yeah, I mean, making the ladies feel special, it's not a... I'm not saying this in a, any kind of a biased way, but yeah, the, the generally the men are going to be the ones paying. So they appreciate when you take care of the ladies. Yeah, it the empowers table. them. Absolutely. Yeah. So it empowers them to say, hey, that's why I brought you here. Exactly. You know. Now we have uh, another one. It's a, it's kind of an easy one. Are you single? <laughs> yeah. Danny's single. I'm single. I am not single. He is not single. I'm not. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was not meant for me. Where did that and come it was from? Do for... we have a name for that one? Uh, do, I, do I need? I don't forget it. It's okay. I, I know the name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst service you've ever given? Ooh, okay. Um, I try not to ever give horrible service, but there has been times, and I've known I and I knew I did it. Back in the day, I was, I had, I stretched myself a little thin, and I've, and I did it. It wasn't even my, it was my fault, but it wasn't my fault. And mm, here comes a double talk. Yes, <laughs> I was on a double, at my job. It was the in between shift, like mm-hmm. you know that that point where, the I'm the I'm the closer, and it's the worst part of the it's, day. It's the hardest part of the day. It's the worst. Okay. And the manager said somebody upstairs, and I told him, I said, we don't put them upstairs. I'm probably not, you know, I'm already seven, eight tables in. You know, it's going to be hard for me to even reach up there. To, and I told them, but it was just, I felt so bad for them. Like, and I got busy. I got two more tables and I ignored them. Oh. I mean, I put their order in and I went upstairs. I took their order. Then I forgot their order for 15 minutes. Okay. Then I had to go back upstairs, put their, because once I realized I put their order in. So now they're already waiting for like 20 minutes before. This is already, you know what I mean? They waited yeah. five, 10 minutes for me to come upstairs. Then another 20 minutes. You're talking 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. So by the time the food got there, they were almost there for an hour. And they were the nicest people when I finally... You look like you're crying. Oh, man. <laughs> when I was finally able man, to get right, up man, to them... You'd be sad about it. When I was finally able to get up to them, and, and, they, and they were so nice about it, but they were, you know, they were mad. And they had every right to be mad. Yeah. And, and when you can't do anything about it, and, and you know that you're good at your job, it, it was one of those just... Like yeah. you said, I failed them. And right. I felt bad about it. Yeah. I don't have a, a specific story. I mean, I, I remember a Mother's Day, and I was just, you know, I was just given too many tables. Yeah. In, you know, oh, the, man, the, I, remember the time. That. Yeah, I think I remember it, that it, time. It was rough, and I couldn't do anything about it, and I felt like, I felt genuinely yeah. bad for people. I was like, like, like I, I, I survival mode. It, you're in survival mode. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I remember there have been some times when I was like, oh, and it's when your service gets a little cumbersome. You yes. know, when, you, when you're... You have like wine, wine, wine. Everybody else is busy, so they can't help you. You know, it's just, it's almost like a system failure. Yes. And you are part of that system, so you can't like point anything. You're like, ah, yeah. I messed up. And, and you look at them and you're like, I I get it. I, I am, and I, that same thing, yeah. I was like, I don't even deserve your tip, is what I told them straight to their face. I expect for you not to tip. <laughs> yeah, there, there's been some times that I can't, I can't really, you know, put it, uh, put it into words. Uh, what's the worst screw up you've done on the podcast? That's easy. I I lost an entire episode. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. We had to 
I don't know how I did not. I don't know if I didn't save it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I remember that one. And, I and it was go a good Danny. show. I was like, look, Danny, uh, I, I can't <laughs> find it. Like, what happened? There's an episode where we start out and we, we sing the, the song second time around. That's because we literally had to retape the, yes. the, the whole the whole episode, episode again. over again. Like weeks later, it wasn't even like it, fresh in our minds. No, it was later. It was us trying to find it, trying to figure out what happened. Because we had talked about this earlier. We batch shows. We do like three or yeah. four shows so we can have something for you guys every week. Yeah. And uh, it was probably like until that like fourth week, and I'm like, "Where's my show at?" And he's like, "It's yeah, there." We recorded and, and, it, and like other things were there. Like everything the, was everything there, but but the, song but the show. Yes. Yeah. Everything like the. The session file was there. The The name of the show was there. There was nothing in there. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. I go, what, what happened? It's <laughs> good practice. Yeah, no. And we've uh, learned. Yeah, we've learned. We've learned to back up the backup. Yeah. You know, we have so backups for our backups teachable now. Teachable moment. Oh, uh, another one. Uh, I l- dropped a hard drive. Yes. Uh, oh, our and second we, shift drink. Yes. And yes. lost two shows. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, While well, on vacation. Good for him. I couldn't be mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I would have been mad at him. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I know how that feels. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, have you ever been fired? Jason, have you ever no, been fired? I have not. Danny? No. I've, I had an equal... <laughs> don't, don't give me that. We broke up simultaneously. Yeah, you can't say no and but when you said no. He does that fired. double talk crap all the you time. You love it. Be quiet. Oh. No, he's like, oh, we, no. Uh, but they did tell me left. not to come back. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. Um, I had an issue with uh, my manager, and we just decided it was best that I. He got he was, fired. I didn't get fired because <laughs> I wasn't coming back. I was already already had another job, so I put my two weeks in, but I didn't have to come back for the two weeks. Got Double it. talk. Fire. <laughs> but that was the only time in my life ever happened, so it was fine. Uh, I got fired, but it was out of, like, pettiness. Yeah. And he was leaving, so I didn't really even get fired. I just kept working there because he, <laughs> he left. I mean, they didn't fix the glitch? No, well, no. <laughs> no, there's office space. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, it was my first restaurant job. The guy was a complete turd. And uh, it was some scheduling issues and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm not coming in. And he's like, you're fired. And I was like, okay. And then uh, the other manager goes, ah, he's leaving anyway. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or you just keep moving your office until it's in some other building. Yeah, yeah. Took my stapler. <laughs> took my stapler. <laughs> yeah, your section today is uh, at the restaurant across the street. I hope you don't mind. Now, uh, this one's for you, uh, D- uh, Jason. Do your servers have a script to follow upon greeting? Yes, they do. So right. um, if it's done correctly, it uh, comes out to 41 minutes or 41 seconds. Oh, Sorry, 41 minutes. 40 minutes. Like, whoa. Yeah. If it's done correctly, <laughs> it comes out to 41 seconds. Okay. So, and the reason why I really like that is because um, there's nothing worse than walking into a restaurant, you sit down, and then the server says, hey, what do you want to drink? But you honestly know nothing about the entire restaurant, what it's about. And this okay. is like a very short overview. So when you first start, go through training, You, yeah, we want you to follow the 41 seconds uh, and, and do the script the way it's planned. Mm-hmm. But now, if you've been there a long time, you can, you can go off script as long as you're hitting all the points. So a lot of these guys, 
obviously they can do it in their sleep. You yeah. know, a lot of the servers, the guys and girls that work for us. So, but I think it's a crucial part of the job. I want highlights. I want to know what this place is about. Okay. In as short amount of time as possible. Do you so, mind giving me the highlights? Yeah. Can you give us the spiel real quick? Yeah. So it's. Uh, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wrote it. I haven't said it in a while. Okay. Uh, but no, we, we just explained who Doug Turbush is. Um, we explained that we're farm to table. We explained what that means. Okay. You know, everything. We explained the bar program, how it's very similar to the kitchen and that everything is fresh and seasonal. Um, and then we talk about the wine program. We talk about the beer program and the cocktails. And then we go through and highlight some of the food. And then we leave it at that. And then we walk away. We get a beverage. And we come back, then we say the spiel. So it's broken up. Okay. So you're not holding them hostage the whole time because if you got to the to specials by the end of that, yeah, but they'd be wiped out. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> wiped out. Okay, so that's fair because that was about 25 seconds. And that was in the whole thing. No, but, I get it. Yeah. No, but, no, he 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 gave us. Uh, no, but then you broke it down. Then you probably come back, give another 25 seconds, roughly. Yeah. So okay. that's with the specials and um, you know, I mean, we try to steer people in certain directions. Some guests will. If they try to take control of their own dining experience, and you've talked about this before on one of the podcasts, mm-hmm. um, they can ruin their own experience. Yes. You know, I mean, it, it happens a lot. So our dream come true is when somebody says, you guys just order for us. And yeah. we're like, oh, perfect. It's great. Like any allergies or whatever, and then we'll go to town. See you later. Because we know. Yeah. We, you know. Yeah, just let me know what you don't like or what you, what you can't eat. And I got you from there. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. And that's like, it's an empowering thing for the server Absolutely. and whoever's taking care of them too. So. And then, and then when they get those, it's, it's the most, it's the most gratifying thing when they get the meals that you actually picked out for them and they love them. Yeah. And absolutely. they're like, you know, thank you for taking control of that situation. Yeah. And that's also why your tip percentage is going to be higher. Yeah. So nice. it's trust. It's the trust building. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, we have a few more. Okay. Uh, how often do you wash your apron? Uh, <laughs> this should be easy. I don't even wear an apron anymore. Wow. You're so, beltless. I'm beltless. <laughs> but uh, when I when I wear the apron all the time, uh, twice a week. How do you not wear an apron? Because I had three. I would have I would have so I would wash actually I would wash them okay. all once a week. But I have three How aprons. do you not wear an apron? Oh, I'm I'm a ninja now. Don't worry about my ninja skills. That's disgusting. It's awesome. It makes perfect sense for me. No, it doesn't. It, it completes does. the uniform. Stop projecting on me. How do you not wear an apron? <laughs> don't. Where do you keep your pens? In my pocket. Where do you keep your book? I don't, I don't have a book anymore. I keep a pad in my back pocket to write my tips down. And I put cash in the other back pocket. And my, apron, and my, my pens and my wine cure in one pocket. And I'm good to go. You look sloppy as hell. I can I, see it's it. It's amazing. I don't look sloppy. This guy's got a system. I have a system. Jesus. <laughs> I buy the pants that work for me. <laughs> like hammer pants. <laughs> See, I'm already getting projected on. He seems he seems upset about. He's it. very abusive today, right? It's very ah. <laughs> well, you know, I think I'm cranky because I was up late. That might be my fault. Now, <laughs> holidays, Jason. How do you handle request time offs in uh, holidays? Do you are you one of those that blocks off the holidays or? Sure Talk do. to me about that. Yes, I do. So he's like, "Yep, yeah, don't, don't, don't even try." Yeah. So I mean, we'll, you know, we'll. But make, you got to know in advance. Yeah, we'll we'll make uh, special circumstances for some people. If you know, I mean, if kids that work for us uh, work for us are go to high school, I'm not going to take away like their prom, you know, or yeah, like absolutely. or their family vacations. That's just they're they're going. It's mm-hmm. okay, but. Like our core group of servers and bartenders, yeah, I mean, from the 22nd of December through uh, the 31st, 
Generally, no. I mean, now you guys open on Christmas though. We're we're not. See, that's perfect. See, so I mean, they really have any. They don't. See, as long different. as they have that day themselves, they really have an excuse. And we're off on New Year's Day too. Oh, and well, we're yeah. closed on Monday. Oh, you're so scratch that question that's, off, that's right? Buttermilk there. biscuits. <laughs> yeah. Scratch that. You already gave them two days <laughs> yeah, off. Oh, that's right. holidays. Oh, come on, bro. That, that's not. <laughs> we're good to go. No, no, we don't. Oh. Thanksgiving. We're yeah, not open for any of the holidays. Yeah. Shut this mic off, man. We might need to move to Georgia. Yeah, all right. I don't know uh, if I could do that spiel though. No, I don't, you're welcome. And you got to wear an apron. Uh, I'm okay with it. I, okay. So right. I, I've been there long enough. I can be beltless now. It's okay. <laughs> all right. This, I, I want everybody to answer this one. How many tables do you get uh, in your section? I'm a five table, but my restaurant does four and five. But I've been there long enough to where I can handle five, no problem. Okay, I'm a four, sometimes five. Once in a while, three. We have a three. Anywhere but that's from when three you have the five. big. When the it's. But you're doing seats, right? So it's it still equals out when you have the. Not three necessarily, no. no. And it's but it's fine because you can make money on a two top. So. Gotcha. I, in that little three table section, because what we do, we rotate. So no one per. It's oh, it, it's a like a march. If you were there last week, you're here next week, and it just goes like that. Do you find that um, when you have a three table station versus a four table station that you might make even more money on the three table station? Yeah. Um, it, it depends on the server. See, my style of service is when I'm busy, I'm a better server. Now, there's people that they can they have the gift of talking to people and and, right. they, and they work. Like you said, I think we talked about this before, where when they get that three table section, they're killing it because their tip percentage is higher. Right. I am more of, I, I flow better when I have an overall flow. So for me to have the more tables, it works out. Not like like big parties, but I can do a six, a couple of fours, and like two deuces, and be clean. And everybody's happy the whole time through. And we're all having a good time. Where I've seen other servers, like, you know, they'll do a six top or another, you know, a six, a six, and then like a deuce, and they'll get crushed. You know, so because it's just a matter of how you, man you manage your table. I'm the former. I, I do very well with, you know, less. I, I, I get to like give them my vibe uh -huh. and give them everything all the details are there even more so than you know if i'm you know running around sometimes and, i find um, when i'm not busy though i, I forget things more it's what i think that's a, that's a little bit different because with the three table you're still you know i want to use the word busy you're still in a flow true but it's when you really got that just one and then maybe then you're not in a flow sometimes mm -hmm. and then you you, you you don't have that rhythm yeah I, I've I've been there before. Yeah. You get a little because we're so used to being in a rhythm. on point. Exactly. It's like oh my god. Oh oh, I, I forgot he needed that martini or something yeah. like that. It's, I tell you a story. I remember uh, my first job, uh, Bennigan's. They had a time crunch lunch. Get you get your meal in uh, 15, 15 minutes or less, or oh, your I meal's remember. free. Yeah. And we were, a guy comes up and he sits down. He's like, oh, I want a Caesar salad. And he t grabs the clock and he's like. I want this time crunch line. I look at him, I, I look around, I said, dude, it's empty in here. Why are you even bothering, you know? And he got that timer going. I forgot to ring the food in. And, and, and something like with 13 minutes to go, I remembered. And now I have no shot of making this thing. So I'm ringing this shit on the fly and I'm like, how did I, you know, there's nobody here. How yeah. did I just take his order, write it down, and then and forget, forget to do something about it? Because he, he pushed the clock. Can you imagine me going to this manager, this crazy-ass manager, saying that I got to buy a time crunch lunch when we're not even busy? <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. guy ended up getting it for free. It's like being the great team playing the crappy team. You just let your guard down. Yes. Yeah. And the funny thing you say that, because I have never forgotten this story about Bennigan's and the Time Crunch Lunch, because I, I used to be a host there for a little while. And this there was this girl that was working there. Again, it wasn't really that busy. 
but she had a, like a six top and the, the table was like, they were at the end of the timer and they were cheering and like fork and knife on the table like in second <laughs> succession. And she had this whole tray of food she was bringing up. The second before she was about to put the food down, the timer went off and they were cheering. And oh, the, no. the look and the look on her face, she was like in this weird position where she was trying to like be be happy for the guest, but then she was also not happy for the guest. But the look on her face was like, you know, had one of those uncomfortable faces, like, oh, I'm so happy for you, now I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it might happen too back then. Uh, you mentioned that you had a question for us. Oh yeah. So looking back in the past year, this being the anniversary show. What have you? What's the one takeaway you've you've learned about yourself? I mean, it's been quite a year, so I want to hear kind of personally what you've learned about yourself this past year. Go ahead, you start. Well, for me, I learned that this podcast is more about us. And when we started, I did the podcast to almost justify why I was in the restaurant business. For a lot of ways, I, you know, I'm, I am a teacher and I, I'm very forever curious. And I am curious about a lot of things, so I bring you topics that I'm interested in learning about and hoping that the guests, our, 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 our listeners, are interested in that as well. And as we go through and then I got feedback from people or just, just general people that appreciate the show, they appreciate it because we're just like them and so I learned that I learned to appreciate people a lot more I've never really been a people I'm, I'm a people person you know in some ways do reach out to people I do genuinely have connected with people somebody that used to work for you um, he connected with me and we talk all the time when I plan on, when we plan on coming up we're going to see you, we're going to eat at your place, we're going to eat at his place, we're going to interview both of you, obviously separately. And uh, so I one thing that I learned about myself is that I love this business more than I've ever really cared to admit. And uh, I love connecting with the people. It's, it's really, I've bared my, my soul for this podcast, you know, and, it, and I've never really pretended to be, it to be perfect. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that and I love about both of you is that, yeah, I know you're in this business and you love the business and whatever, but this gives you an outlet to really kind of be your authentic self yeah. on this podcast. And like, that's really important part of life in general is I think that's something that you should strive to be every year that goes by. How can I be in a business where I can actually be my authentic self and enjoy it? Yeah. You know, and I think that's a huge part of, you know, you guys have grown so much during the show. It's just... It's proud to watch from the outside. I appreciate so. it. And it's a balance between doing the right thing for our company and the guests and still being practical and saying, hey, you know, I may not like it, but I got to do it. Or, you know, I may may like it and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. It's it's just, it's full practicality for, for Absolutely. me. Uh, for me, same as him, but at the same time, it also gave me back to my roots and that was one thing I always loved about the show from the beginning was I love being behind a mic or being in a studio and being around music or the idea of talking to people and connecting with people on on a level so um, it helped me do that it helped me bring back my passion and, and it makes me better at work 
in the end. It makes me, like we, we talk about things and we level up and we, and we, we, in our own talks and talking to other people and having guests on the show, we, we recognize our faults and we try to fix things and that's just with life or at, at our job and, and I've seen my money even get better and I make good money, you know what I mean? But I work less and still make the same amount of money, which is huge. You yeah. know, when you, if you can say that if you can make the same amount of money and work less, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. We learn from each other. Yeah. I learned to be a little bit nicer. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I've always been attentive, but just being genuine, I think the guests really yeah. appreciate that. Of course you they know, do. Honesty. That. Yeah. Like you said, it's do the right thing. That's actually one of our core values is do the right thing. And kind of the tagline underneath it is we own our mistakes. So, yeah, I mean, if you're in that situation on Mother's Day where everything's going down, kitchen's going down, can't get the food out. They see how genuinely upset that you are at oh, the table, you know, and they, you know, so you're you're empathizing with them, and they look at you, and even though in the end it probably still wasn't a good result, it it allows you to be yourself because you also think that it sucks that yeah. they're having that experience. You're not just sitting there trying to mask it and be like, oh, everything's going to be great, yeah. and you're lying for the kitchen or for somebody else. You're, you're it's, 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 people, people really respect honesty. You, right. you tell them to this. I drop the ball or they drop the ball. If you're not putting the blame on something else and you kind of do it with Reno in, in a good fashion, then they will always usually be on your side for the most part. And, and when we drop the ball, I try not to say they because, you know, yeah. when they do well, uh, you know, you, you, want, you, yeah, you exactly. got to give them the credit as well. I, I try to make it, uh, you know, we, we messed up for you. I, we generally give good service. It's not usually the way I want you to come back. And then once you recognize that, you, you can figure out a way to make it better. Yes. If you're if you're the per type of person to to really minimize things, you don't know the level to which you need to fix it. You underestimate how far you have to go to fix it. If you're just a person to be like, oh, you know, you got to admit, sometimes people, they look forward to, to having a meal, so they may not have eaten in a while. So they're going to be a little bit hangry, or they're going to be a little bit needy, or they're going to need a little bit more attention in the beginning. Absolutely. You say you got to give them that attention in the beginning. Even if you can't, you send you send the troops, you send a manager, you exactly. send somebody else over. XYZ helps you out. Exactly. Because in the end, you're still a team. And you, and you have to reciprocate on the other end and help those same coworkers that do help you out. Or, you know, if you, or even the ones that don't, and you show them that you can help out, you find that their demeanor in the end, they'll start helping you out and they start becoming more like a team anyways. You have to lead by example. Nice. One of the sad things that's going on right now is, is when you are honest, like honesty is now a relief. I mean, it's because, <laughs> because not a lot of people are honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you see all the stuff going on out there. It's just, it's cover up here, do this, whatever, on extremes. That's why we're not cutting side. things later. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll leave it in there. <laughs> but we're going to... Go ahead. No, yeah, but just people aren't honest. So when you are honest with them, they're like, oh, thank you. Yeah, you they know? love it. Like, oh, because it... First of all, they're automatically on the defensive. And if you're honest, it takes them off the defensive. Mm -hmm. And they're like, uh, but I'm... But, Okay, yeah. fine. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you know? Thank you. I think that was a that was a great question to uh, to leave out on it. Am I missing anything else from you? No, I mean I was just going to talk for a second about kind of what I learned about myself. Yeah, we want to yes. hear. Yes. I think it's more of a company because I, you know, because you're the man. It's hard, well, no, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard for me. It's hard for me to separate myself and the company sometimes because that's where I put my blood, sweat, and tears and heart and soul. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, just going back to the whole inclusion thing, we don't have to go into it. No, we will. Let's um, do it. Yeah, so after that happened, we started taking a deep dive into ourselves as a company. Um, and then Doug, he was the kind of the spearhead of this whole thing, Chef Doug. 
he uh, he got a book called um, How to Be an Inclusive Leader by Jennifer Brown. So, and that really kind of like set the tone for. He read it. You know, he went through all the phases of being defensive and, you know, hey, I hire whoever, it doesn't matter. And then it filtered down to me and I read it. Then we had our whole leadership team read it. And really, it's about four stages of, of actual awareness that's going on. So it's being, it's being unaware, it's being aware, and then it's being active and then um, kind of like being an advocate for inclusion. All we're trying to do as a company is to get from the unaware stage, which most people are in, regardless of what they think, to the aware stage. And it's and it's not all about it's not about race and ethnicity. It's about it's about anything. It's yeah. about across the board. That's what inclusion means. It's allowing somebody to walk through our doors that feels like they can be yeah. themselves. And they should be able and to. And they're not hiding anything mm-hmm. from us. You know, and it's like a simple quick example of that is um, we have two. We have one for the guest where we no longer put Mr. and Mrs. Smith, happy anniversary, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, automatically on a on a menu, okay. not knowing if it, when it says anniversary, because I don't know if it's a man and a woman, uh. and I don't even know if they're married. So we always ask for the first name. So now it's Bill and Lisa or whatever okay. it is. So you just say happy anniversary. Okay. Exactly. So That's we took that off. Never, oh, we got man. caught in that before, where a server delivered to a table and said Mr. and Mrs. and it was two women, and we felt Jeez. really stupid. Yeah. And it doesn't happen that often, but it happens enough where we're like, we need to do something about it. Like we need to change. And that one thing is is a, is a a marker of yeah. Hey, we got to pay attention. Yeah. And then the other thing for us is, you know, we had somebody in the back of the house and there was a woman that came in that she was an intern and he said, you know, oh, hey, do you have a husband at home? And she had a wife, you know, and it's like like those kind of things like that's that's called that's what inclusion is all about. Now, us saying that puts her in all already the defensive of like, well, I guess I can't talk about my wife here because you just automatically assume that I have a husband. And like those are learning things. Yes, that is. I, I, I would never have thought about that. And we should still do a show about it. We're not gonna go. We should go deep yeah, into yeah. this topic because yeah. I think that we could definitely delve into this as a real show. Listen, I, I have, have an enormous amount of topics for all of yeah. this. So, well, I, we'll put it in the show sheets, and uh, we're gonna end it here. Thank you so much. I can't think of a better person to have our anniversary oh, show with my than, than with man. you. Thanks, guys. And guess what? We're going to have a couple of drinks before we uh, before yeah. we leave Anthony's. Thank you so much, Anthony's. We have uh, taken up your table long enough. You know, now it's <laughs> they're not even used to us being here this long. No, we usually do shift drinks. Yeah, here, like but, twenty minutes uh, in and out. It's all right. No, we, they're fine. We, we got you, Anthony's. Don't worry about it. And uh, so, thank you so much for joining us each and every week. And if you enjoy our show, just take a minute and uh, hit that share button. And uh, send it to some uh, a friend that may enjoy our show. Yeah, that's one way that you can help us out. There's Absolutely, people helping people, and uh, we are part of the One Star Podcast Network, your one-stop, one-stop shop for all your restaurant-centric podcasts. Put together by the ladies from uh, Sidework Podcast. Yes, I listened to one of their episodes lately, and uh, they do service-submitted. Uh, I mean, uh, listener-submitted uh, stories and stuff like that. All that doggone reading. Yeah, all that reading. <laughs> Every week they do it. Yes. Every week. Super scripted. They have like news and all kinds of crazy, crazy things. Yeah, check them out. Also, uh, you have uh, Copper and Heat. Macaroni Zone. In Your Mouth Podcast. And uh, Confessions of Server with my man, Quaylen Harris. We do this for you each and every week. Thank you once again, Jason. I'm Ron Joseph, the moderator. I'm Danny Davila. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs>